0: Hello and welcome back to Podcasting as Praxis. I'm David, and I'm joined today by
1: James. Hello, I'm back, I'm alive, I'm well. Rob. Hello. And Alistair.
2: Hey, and I just wanna say I enjoyed your like hesitation at saying James's name first. <laughs> 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 like just unsure that they're back this week. Uh. But I mean, you
1: know, if, if I go away for two weeks, you've got to ask the question, do I really exist? David has problems with object permanence is what it is. I do. Like, you know, he's, he's been struggling ever since the Soviet Union was taken away. He's just not <laughs> sure what's real and what's not.
0: Yeah. Unfortunately, the only thing that I'm actually able to perceive permanently is my own sadness.
3: <laughs> to be fair, I think if you're on Twitter long enough, your object permanence does essentially revert to 24 hours maximum. And that's what's
0: good about it. That's very true. Um, right. Okay. So we have some news stuff to go through. Uh, some dumb shit. Some slightly more serious shit, and some dumb serious shit. Um, some
2: seriously dumb uh, shit. I hope. Yeah. The, the free food for Super
0: Britain. We will be ending on comment or commentary. So yes. Uh, <laughs> all right. So first up, uh, a lovely article that was sent to me just before recording about a metallurgist who admitted faking steel test results for US Navy subs.
1: Oh, now <laughs> fantastic. fantastic! Yes, well done, comrade. Order of a Red Star coming your way. Was she a paid agent of the
0: Kremlin, David? Uh, well, that remains to be seen, but she has uh, she's pled guilty to fraud. Um, Just you wait spending. till
2: Carol Codwalader gets to the bottom of this and it'll definitely be the result of Russia.
0: She's pled guilty to fraud after spending decades faking the results of strength tests uh, for US submarines.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> decades? From, from 1985 through to 2017. <laughs> wow. Again, Thomas, <laughs> yes.
1: Thomas, Thomas
0: falsified it. the results of strength and toughness tests for at least 240 productions of steel, about half the steel the foundry produced for the Navy. <laughs>
1: Like, this is phenomenal. That yeah. is fantastic and so embarrassing. Like, you know, they're gonna fuck her from a great height just because how did America not catch that? How did they not catch that for that long? Is God this, damn.
2: Is this what they mean when they're talking about a long march through the institutions just like faking shit <laughs> so like Imperial Powers just fall over?
1: Yeah, no, no to just remember anarchist comrades, um, you know, it, part of the practice of insurrection is just doing your job really shitly. So, yeah, good good, good job. Excellent. So,
3: I mean, does this mean that like most U- US submarines don't have a crumple zone or anything? Like, can they just not? <laughs> um,
2: no, I think, I think with submarines, the thing you don't want them to do is to crumple. I mean, I might not be misunderstanding what <laughs> a submarine is, but that is my understanding.
0: So, apparently, the US Navy said that there was no allegation that any submarine hulls had failed, but authorities had um, incurred increased costs and maintenance to ensure that they remain seaworthy. Oh, of course. And, and they obviously didn't disclose which submarines were affected.
2: <laughs> Could you imagine that? Like the cap, the captain of—I uh, I assume it works like a normal boat—just um, telling the whole like military crew, "Oh yeah, this 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 thing this is completely untested. So uh, good luck, everybody." I mean, it's very sort of natural for everything that we know about the armed forces
3: that essentially all the stuff that's really quite critical, as in like, does this metal hull actually stand up to the immense pressures of traveling thousands of feet below the surface—is like outsourced to one person in a shed somewhere. <laughs>
0: So with this, that's not necessarily a test. The test will specifically to do with um, whether or not the steel would fail in a collision or in certain ah, so crumple zones. So I was right time scenarios. Course. You were, you were right on crumple zones. Um,
2: <laughs> how, how was Rob right about this?
1: Yes, I don't know. It's, it's 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 Rob's turn with the leaf today, lads. Let's go. <laughs> Prepare for things to get extremely weird.
0: So she is facing up to 10 years in prison and a $1 million
1: fine when she's sentenced <laughs> in February. I, I love this. 10 years in prison and destitution is what that basically is. It's just, it's just like the idea of a million dollar fine is something that someone can actually pay. It's like, no, we're going to make you bankrupt and give you 10 years is what that actually is. They might as well not piss around putting a monetary value well, on it. It's, to good, totally it's good
2: to know though, James, that the state is capable of levy, levying crippling fines against things it really cares about. <laughs> Wow. <laughs>
0: well, there's no
1: looking at the Can we
2: can we just revisit Rob's cat noise? No, no, we're not. We're going to no, skip
1: right over that. No, I'm sorry. S- solidarity with cat weirdos yes. here. Carry on, Rob.
0: <laughs> Skipping right over that. uh In the statement filed in the U.S. District Court on her behalf, uh her, her attorney said that she took shortcuts. Miss Thomas never intended to compromise the integrity of any material and is gratified that the government's testing does not suggest that the structural integrity of any submarine was in fact compromised. This offence is unique in that it was neither motivated by greed nor any desire for personal enrichment. She regrets that she failed to follow her moral compass, admitting to false statements is hardly how she envisioned living out her retirement years. In other words... She just
1: got lazy and couldn't be
0: arsed going through all the
1: fucking
2: bullshit. We we have to stand her. Yeah.
1: Yes, absolutely. absolutely. Uncritical support to our submarine steel bay, definitely.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So the only reason this was discovered in 2017 was. That's that's still cheaper
3: than Salt Bay, right, by the way.
0: (laughs) The only reason that this was discovered in 2017 was when the metallurgist being groomed to replace her noticed suspicious test results. (laughs)
2: They're doing what to the to this new guy? Wow. Yeah. Why what, Why are we grooming metallurgists
3: now? Was <laughs> Why is this? <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, I don't know. It's Can you imagine the fucking, yeah, so this is a person who will be training you and teaching you how to do it. And then they turn around and go, listen, listen, mate, right? We can do it this way. Or you can have an easy life for the rest of your life, which isn't going to be, Oh, well, actually, I think you'll find you're doing it wrong, and it's oh, a uh, 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 like, interesting intervention
2: from Sir Keir Starmer, right there. Yeah, why? why, why is Keir
1: Starmer had a stroke?
2: <laughs> <laughs> this is some brief, this is
3: briefcase metallurgy. This uh... yeah. It's like I,
1: you know I can't help it that when I like imitate an archetypal grass and like you know company man, you immediately go to Keir
2: Starmer. I mean, if the boot fits.
1: But oh, yeah. again, like well, I just
2: want to return to my original the ca- theme
3: that like we don't know if any of the metal things don't actually work because it's never been tested. So what I propose is if most of the UK's, uh, US submarine fleet is instead turned into like a big game of bumper cars, then we can figure out which one of them doesn't have the correct steel and quite frankly,
1: entertain all of us in the process. Yes. Have an actual have an actual rammy with a submarine. Yeah. It's fantastic. Love it. Let's Sounds go.
0: perfect. So I, I just thought that was a nice little fun thing that cropped up before we started recording. Ooh, and I just had to ooh. share it.
1: Oh, here's a question. Here's a question. When was Trident built, David? You'll know this as part oh, of your state training. F- well, <laughs> I
0: fuck. Um, oh, Jesus, I, I, I genuinely don't know how long that's been. Have, said. have a
2: flick through your through your. Um, Hang on, I'll, che- I'll
0: check. the handbook.
1: <laughs> the the handbook sounds suspiciously like Google. What was was the Trident submarines? I, I'm not sure. Nineteen ninety four. Oh hey, was any of the steel sourced from United States? Because they offered significant help with our Trident program. I tell you what, I'm
0: gonna go into. I'm just gonna go into an open search engine, and I'm gonna Google what what is the makeup of a Trident nuclear missile.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I I mean, you know. GCHQ are obviously listeners and subscribers to the podcast anyway, so it's not like they're getting anything new.
0: Yeah, fuck knows on that one. Um, I'm sure yeah, they'll see. you
3: too, listener, to can be safe. cool like GCHQ and become a Patreon subscriber.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and you can help determine the answer to this question by hijacking a Trident submarine and ramming it into another one and Jesus examining the crumple zone. <laughs> yeah. Oh.
2: You know, you know, that £5 a month, that's where all of the state secrets go behind, so... <laughs> I mean, if if anyone genuinely fucking reports us for, like, selling state secrets behind a £5 Patreon paywall, then I think, like... <laughs>
1: No, I think it was more the exhortation to steal a Trident submarine.
2: Something that anyone is going to have literally any opportunity whatsoever to do <laughs> unless for some reason they are on a fucking Trident submarine right now in which case, good good evening, comrade. How yeah, is it I'm, going? Yeah.
3: I'm just, just going to go to Faslane and like knock in the window of the submarine and
1: get on board. Like, How hard can it be? You start them with a screwdriver, right? Do you know, Rob, right, actually genuinely you say that, but there was a case <laughs> of someone who brought like someone onto a Trident base and they just walked onto the the submarine <laughs> just walked right on and i think it was his girl it was a guy's girlfriend or something like that had been on the submarine and it was like this huge scandal uh like when it came out so that's a uh, weird yeah.
3: chat up line that's like literally darling do you want to see my nuclear missile and it turns out not to be a joke that's <laughs> <laughs> see i
1: i have a theory i have a theory on this one right <laughs> i think the theory is that the two of them went on a submarine and fucked on top of a nuclear missile and then the mod covered up that particular part because it was just too far like they, they couldn't let the Daily Mail readers know that one, um, because what possible reason do you have to take your girlfriend onto a Trident submarine when you really get down to, it? hey, do you want to stare at this? This is, this um,
3: is the little-known little sequel to Dr. Love is where you're fucking on the missile
1: instead. Yeah, I, I, I think that is the chat-up line that the Guy used, clearly. It's got to have been, right?
0: <laughs> Opening up the warhead compartment for mood
1: lighting.
3: <laughs> yes <laughs> just like opening up the hatch looking at the stars fucking
2: on top of the nuclear submarine. i
0: am going to move us on
2: okay. yeah less state secrets more podcast material
0: <laughs> i'm gonna move us on Rob, <laughs> you have been looking at the wonderful world of education in this Yeah, the wonderful
3: world of education. Well, I mean, as I'm sure all of you saw uh, in, uh, in, in what I think we can all call very sad news, is that Professor Kathleen Stock noted turf was cancelled um, earlier, I think, last week by now.
0: And...
1: Cancelled by herself. Can you, can, you play, can you play the Titanic music, please, David? <laughs> no,
0: I don't Can
1: have, you just, um, do, just you, play Thor? can have was. this.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Close enough.
3: Uh, Yeah, so obviously very sad news, and and the reason we know that she was cancelled was obviously because she was on the BBC, she was in the Telegraph, she was in the Times, she was in the News Statesman, she was in a bunch of other places. uh, Yeah, it's impossible
2: to miss the fact that she had been cancelled, it was everywhere, you would read. Yeah, 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 so... uh,
3: I think, you know, big sympathies from this podcast, obviously, to a massive turf, by which I mean get bent and ha ha, but we should (laughs) note, of course, that um, she cancelled herself, she was not fired, she quit, but she's landed on her feet, and the thing that I want to talk about is where she has landed. Um, It's a brand new university, or it is not quite a university yet. It is the uh, University of Austin, Texas, UATX is the new mission. Uh, new university where she's landed. Um, there are a couple of issues with it in general. Uh, the first one I is think that
2: I was going to say, like, uh, isn't, isn't like universities, like, I saw this earlier, is a uh, university is not a protected term in the United States, like, a la Trump University. So, like, you can kind of just call anything a university. doesn't you have can. To, like
3: mm. Exactly. And, and, and they do, because <laughs> the University of Austin, Texas is not actually an accredited institution.
1: Yeah. So we we'll should sure. give them time,
2: right? With well, the university, it was even more vibes-based. Exactly.
0: So, I mean, how how is this going to work? Because isn't the market already fully saturated with um, PragerU?
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's essentially it's going to be a, a physical... Waste of space. Blight on, human, like, humankind. Um, a congregation of the worst fucking reactionaries on the planet. Yeah, uh, it is. Well, I mean, take your fucking pick.
0: A set of coordinates useful to future time travellers. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I mean, like the the fucking the the list of the like cretins that they've roped into this shit. It truly, truly, are some of just the most obnoxious fucking posters uh, known to man. The fucking uh, Steven Pinker was one of them. Yeah, uh, I've, Gle- I've got Glenn Greenwald. I've got a good got well a good, uh, good
3: list for you here. This is from Barry Weiss, who, if you remember, is the oh. ex-New York Times journalist who also cancelled herself into many other news she,
2: she, <laughs> she was trying so fucking hard to get sacked from the New York Times and then just, like, quit. and <laughs> Yeah. Oh, the the grift doesn't fucking stop, does it? Yeah, but this is from uh, her blog. Our project
3: began with a small gathering of those concerned about the state of higher education. Among those are Niall Ferguson, Barry Weiss. Oh, fuck now. Arthur Brooks... Uh, and we have since been joined by Brave Professors Kathleen Stock, Dorian Abbott, and Peter bogosian all just pricks. Robert Zimmer is there. Larry Summers is there, James. You'll enjoy that. Oh, lovely. Fantastic. Stephen Loved Pinker it. is there. Love to hear it.
2: What if they put the university on a cloud ship?
3: <laughs> uh, Ayan Hershey-Ali is involved, of course, because Niall Ferguson's involved. So this is essentially <sighs> a collection of the worst, most reactionary dickheads uh, in the essentially living today, who've all banded together to do a breakthrough in university education. So you might have some. It's just people keep putting shit in my pants. Anonymous. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, so I'll, re- I'll I'll give you a few. You must have questions about this. So I'll give you a few uh, things from the from the Q and A session of their website. <laughs> Why? <laughs> it's a good question. Why is your ac- acronym UATX? U is for university.
2: oh Oh, fuck is that what that's for
0: that that is some Dutch pronunciation right there well you can't say it's not an educational thing
2: (laughs) I'm learning a lot from the FAQs UATX
3: is a private not for profit institution. We are fiscally sponsored uh-huh. by Cicero Research. We are with...
2: fiscally conservative. But... Ah, you would...
3: Exactly, because I had a quick look at uh, Cicero Research, because that's a very, very nice little organization. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Cicero Institute which is where sister research comes from, applies the innovative energy of America's leading technologists and entrepreneurs to broken systems in the public sector to advance liberty and opportunity for all Americans.
1: Mm, uh-huh. Yeah, okay. Right, sure. Tell us when we haven't heard, please. Uh,
3: yeah, it's essentially it's a libertarian think tank. <laughs> Excellent. Couldn't have
2: guessed. Well, well, it's good to know that they can finally do research into how to lower the age of consent.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> to be fair there is there is a guy that works there their
3: senior director of policy and research who has the best name i've come across in fucking ages he's a guy called judge glock <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty excellent that's really that's good really fucking
1: cool
2: <laughs> uh, yeah here's it's my professor aaron kelvin 47
1: does he uh if you if you if you ask his personal carry loadout, does he like whip out I don't know um, a fucking FN 57 and go surprise motherfucker? I know what you were expecting. Let me get back to the Q&A for a second. Nearly every university says
3: it stands for freedom of inquiry. What's different about your university? We mean it. Hmm. <laughs> 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 I was going to say, is it,
2: was it going to be something like we actually, like, for real this time, with feeling? <laughs> yeah, do it again with Yeah, <laughs> oh, fucking...
3: So, I mean, as I said before, they're not an accredited institution yet, and it can take a very, very long time to get accreditation, but they are, feel confident that with the former president of Harvard University, Larry Summers, Dick Economist all around, that they can get it quickly, so to the question do you offer degrees answer we do not do not confer degrees at the moment so it's not- i mean
2: i mean ultimately my question is other than like so obviously like university is chiefly it's research and like you know education not so, really
3: it's mainly pro- property development
2: these well i well. mean yeah. uh, you know like the, the, the <laughs> in theory it's meant to be research and like education and it only doesn't even do it doesn't do like I can't imagine what fucking research they're going to be doing. Like, are trans people real? Our research says no. Um, <laughs> exactly.
3: Well, I mean, what they are, what they will be offering uh, as of summer next year is uh, the first course load. Of course, non-accredited, so it's more just like a summer hangout, I suppose. Um, called hmm. the Forbidden <sighs> <sighs> Courses.
2: The Forbidden oh my Zone. God. <laughs> it's, it's just Harry
3: Potter. It's just Harry Potter. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> Anyway, our forbidden courses, which to me sounds like they're teaching like the neck of the sun.
1: Sorry, every time you say that, I just, I, I am genuinely picturing like someone, some bright-eyed student is opening the syllabus, right? And they are looking down the possible course choices and it's like, oh, economics 101. Um oh, uh, you know, insights into anthropology 102 and like going down. And there's just a bit at the bottom that's just kind of blacked out. Yeah. It's like someone's taking a fucking sensor to it and making a look up and go, what What? What used to be here? I was have drawn courses. This, fuck, this shit
2: looks like a fucking four-year request. What's going on?
1: <laughs> these, these are the forbidden courses. <laughs> oh, uh, so I can't take them then. Oh, no, you totally can take them. But, well, hang on. For the low price
3: forbidden? of $3,000 a semester. <laughs> your, your instructor, Abdul Al Hazra, the mad Arab, will be teaching you from his novel, <laughs> The Necronomicon. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Just like just satanic piping coming through uh, the tinny speaker system <laughs> as you're sitting in the overrun lecture hall. Yeah, love it. Okay, for real, I mean, very, real, Rob, very
2: generous of you there, James, to say that suggests that lecture theaters are going to be overrun.
1: <laughs> no, to be fair, it's probably going to yeah, be all remote, we, we right? Week 2 is going to be playing
2: Black
3: Sabbath albums b-
1: backwards and seeing if you can decode the messages. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's funny, because that could actually be a component of this. Right, go on, Rob, why are they actually well, forbidden money going What do you, to, you think, this?
3: in the context of the people who have been assigned and who have put their names
1: to this stupid fucking thing, what do you think the forbidden forces will Tough mean? shit, tough shit, tough shit, is, tough shit. Is... is, is is there going to be a heavy component of you can't even say it in English anymore, but for America? Join us for a spirited discussion about the most provocative questions that often lead
3: to censorship or self-censorship in many uh-huh. universities.
1: Self-censorship. <laughs> so so it's, it's going to be a bunch of people sitting around going, but the thing about IQ is it is oh, racial. Yeah, 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 yeah it's yeah. just going to be that <laughs> shit. <laughs>
3: I mean, it's definitely, like, mandatory calipers. Like, you have to bring your own. That's uh... <laughs> Yeah,
1: no. sure, you could buy... The, but no, they'll, they'll make a whole thing out of it. It's like textbooks, right? Textbooks are marked up. They're going to mark up their calipers, clearly, for the students.
3: So, yeah, it, it, it looks really... Like, I'm looking forward to having more cancelled people like Steven Pinker and Larry Summers and Kathleen Stock... Teaching things at an institution funded by a bunch of uh, libertarian
2: weirdos and led the by thing, the thing. The thing about the Kathleen Stock though is she's not even going like people saying like I asked her, "Are you going to be?" Does this mean you're going to move into the United States? She's just like, "Well, no." Okay, like so. What? What then? Is, is is like? It feels like this university is entirely fictitious.
0: Just you wait until they release their first long YouTube video. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so the the funding, as I said, comes through the Cicero Institute, and it also comes through a guy called Joe Lonsdale, who I'm sure you haven't heard of yet, but he is a founder of Palantir.
2: Oh fuck me! Oh, oh. yes, love it. Yeah, absolutely love it. Yes, <laughs> uh, is it was it Pat Palantir uh, the one where the 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 CEO said a chemistry happens? I always always mix up my fucking. I mean, Fialize they're the people that, that,
3: that, like, promise, like, the Panopticon, essentially, and nobody's quite yeah. sure whether or not it actually works and does what it says on the tin. Not that it should, because I hope it doesn't, but, you know. <laughs> they, they, t- they took a
1: long, hard look at, like, the scary evil part of Lord of Rings and said, we can do that better. And that's, that's their company. Um, so, yeah, no, fantastic. Love it. Love to have, like, state surveillance involved in this shit. Fantastic.
3: Yeah. It it it's funded by states by libertarian state surveillance and it includes well, Kathleen Stock, Ayan Hirshali, uh, Stephen Pinker, Jonathan Haidt. Fuck me. This is a wrong name. Yeah, I mean <laughs> absolute I mean it's just a collection of like Barry
2: Evil, Jeffrey like <laughs> war crimes, <laughs> Davy racism, they're all there. <laughs> <laughs>
3: So yeah, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a good time for all. I mean, to be fair, this is all just a bunch of horseshit because like they don't have any land. They don't. They want to build a campus, but they don't have the money yet. So for now, they're just literally a guy in a house doing posts, and that's of course all that yeah. this thing's ever going to be. It's just going to be. <laughs> is this a is this grift. the
2: result of? Uh, is this the result of all the 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 help leaving? They're like, oh, I've got all this space. I've got to use something. <laughs>
3: You're going to be hearing about this for a while because, I mean, as we saw... Whether you like it or not. Yeah, I mean, as we saw with the (laughs) sacking of Kathleen Stock, you know, this is just more food on the mill of, you know, the most comfortable people in the upper reaches of society but they feel that they're under threat because somebody called them a dick once on twitter like it's fucking it's gonna be insufferable essentially
1: like it's gonna be it's gonna be that and it's also just gonna be then they're recognizing they need to police their status hierarchies like it is really it really is that simple it's a fundamental class ruling interest is to keep people divided therefore you've got to feed them this kind of horse shit so they've got to set up means to feed us this kind of horse shit and around and around it goes
3: yeah I Yay. mean, just another one of these things where we will never be fucking rid of these people. Like, we will never, never be rid of them, and it's just so annoying because, like, you know, we've just we've decided that you know J.K. Rowling somehow matters in the gender discussion, and uh, you know, somebody still needs to hear from Stephen Pinker even after he was you know photographed many times with certain people who know who obviously killed themselves uh, and obviously not <laughs> something else. You know, it's just the, the most the, the people who've. Pro- proclaim themselves to be cancelled. I'm just—I can't fucking stand it. It was such an insufferable week this week. With oh, look at how ooh, my freedom of expression—the
2: worst people on earth who are who are so used to having an unfettered like voice in social circles and like, well, their elite social circles. But let's be absolutely clear: um, mm. having that infringed upon whatsoever by people going, "Hey, dude, that's kind of fucked up," don't you think? Yeah. So, oh well, are you trying to cancel me? Are you trying to silence me? It's, it's basically it's
1: i'm not being respected that's what it is that's what being cancelled is for them it's being disrespected
3: i mean it's 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 you know it's the same thing what we saw uh uh with what's his face the dickhead mp um you know uh, <laughs> down. yeah no yeah, what, what yeah was it, two weeks ago when i was like oh uh we have to ban online anonymity uh because of my mentions because that oh guy mark guy. francois yeah. <laughs> oh yeah that guy <laughs> Uh, so, I mean, it's just more of the same thing, you know, it's like we're going to found a university where our beliefs will be challenged, except, of course, they won't be challenged, they'll just sit in their own little echo pod, except, you know, yeah, unlike, uh, unlike as, our uh, echo pod, which has like...
0: Listen, listen, be fair, they need a safe space too.
3: Exactly. And, <laughs> you know, quite frankly, who's among us would not want to be locked up in a sta- safe space with Steven Pinker.
0: right let's move on to the main topic which is dipshit mps
2: yeah as ever paid for we we return to the well once more of dipshit mps being mad and upset about the stupidest fucking shit imaginable
1: that's right could you uh isn't isn't I mean, aren't they all more or less dipshits, David?
0: They, they are, and this is part of the issue. So, last week, after a series of ongoing, self-inflicted and wider political fuck-ups, uh, Owen Patterson, the Conservative MP, resigned. I was going to say
2: former Conservative MP at this point. So Yes,
0: yes. Um, well, last week he was not MP, so I'm technically right. That's the best kind of right. <laughs> so, the most irritating
1: kind is indeed the best kind. Mm-hmm.
0: So, he was found to have... Properly approached the Food Standards Agency and the Department for International Development multiple times. The way that you improperly approach one of these things as an MP is to have an interest...
3: is to not do it from approaching from the front, from but from behind, because then they can spook very easily. So you need to approach the
1: Food Standards Agency looking them straight in the eyes and not make any sudden gestures. Why am I not surprised that Rob, of all people, is very familiar with how to approach the Food Standards Agency, so it's not to spook them? What are you getting up to in that kitchen, Rob? What are you getting up to? So
0: he, um, like I say, multiple occasions approached both of these with, um, you should do this. Type of things, uh, which when you're being paid money by interest in those sectors, is not good. So he was paid eight thousand three hundred and thirty-three pounds a month for sixteen hours of time each of those months by Randox, <laughs> which is oh, the man.
2: COVID so testing mob. The four-hour we we need to we need to normalise the four-hour work week. <laughs> so he did
1: four hours. Was that four hours a week? Did you say?
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Sixty a month. Yeah,
1: for which he got just under a hundred
0: grand a year. Uh, yeah, five hundred and twenty pounds an hour. <laughs> Fuck me!
2: Imagine, yes. how many, imagine how many bees he'd be able to clean up. <laughs>
0: like I, I said
2: this
1: earlier, I'm in the wrong gig. Like. Mm.
0: Aren't we all? So Randox is the the COVID testing mob that were awarded a contract for a hundred and thirty three million pounds. And then six mm. months later, awarded another one for three hundred and forty-seven million pounds.
2: Oh, cool half huh, bill. Mm. Cool. Mm.
0: Yeah, that yeah. seems
1: like a good return on
0: their investment there. Um, at least in one of those instances, but I think in both, I don't have it in the notes, but it was definitely at least one of them. Uh, no one else was allowed to bid for the contract.
1: Oh fuck off! Yeah, you did. No come bid. on.
0: Yep. Uh, he was also paid twelve thousand pounds. For twenty-four hours of time across a full year by Lynn's Country Foods Limited. That is a Northern Ireland-based producer of witch food stuff.
3: Is it the same company that made that wonderful photo of which one was the DUP MP again with, with the handful of sausages? Is it the same company? Because that I would be so happy.
0: They do indeed make sausages. Yes! You remember all the fucking <laughs> you remember all the bullshit we had about fucking Brexit and sausages a few months back? <coughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> Yeah, things are becoming clearer, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> Rob, you very much have the leaf
1: this time. <laughs> Put it down, please. So,
0: he's been recommended off the back of all this. Um, he was referred off to the Parliamentary Standards Committee, and a suspension for thirty days was recommended by the Commons Select Committee on Standards, which, which is to be voted I was going to say,
2: which is like as as far as the fucking uh, Commons, like the, this Select Committee goes. That's like mm-hmm. the the biggest sort of punishment that they ever sort of hand out is like a, a suspension for this long. Well,
0: pretty much because the, the, the suspension of that length actually means that it triggers a recall petition in the constituency. So there's a chance uh, that he could lose his
1: entire position off the back of that. A
2: chance. I mean, yeah, I was going to say fat chance, you know, like especially as yeah. how safe his seat is.
1: Was. Mm. The other thing, the the other thing is, I believe it suspends his pay for that period. If I'm correct, right? Almost. Which, certainly. if you do, which <laughs> yeah, if you do,
2: not not the fucking uh, consultancy fees though. <laughs> well, that that's
1: the thing. It's like, it, it, realistically, if that doesn't result in him being deselect uh, recalled him in a new election, which is probably not going to in those circumstances, um, then he's just traded seven grand for a hundred grand. I mean, so... that's
2: what we like to call business. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yes.
1: Right. Uh, the response
0: to this by the government initially, initially, mind, was uh-huh. to put out an amendment on the vote which would have set up a new committee headed up uh-huh. by Geoffrey Cox.
3: Oh, beautiful. Oh, yeah Well, he's a good... Yeah, him, he's yeah. He's a good... In, in yeah, he's back. He's back from... Uh, he's back from the, the, the British Virgin the, Islands, if I'm not... Yeah, the, not that's right.
0: Mistaken. That's right. He's back in lord form. And <laughs> the... <laughs>
1: Nice. (laughs) This isn't even his final form either. Anyway.
0: Uh, Yeah, he was to head up a new committee, which would basically decide how you should actually discipline MPs. So they were going to basically rewrite all the disciplinary rules off the back of this and also put a cap on the, not even a cap, just put a pause on the suspension. And then Owen Patterson would have been dealt with through the new committee, which would have been set up by Geoffrey Cox in the lead for... Tory MPs, three Labour and one SNP.
1: So basically, they, they brought in Lord, they brought in a Lord to cox it up. Sounds about hey. right. Yes, that's right. Correct.
0: The vote passed. The vote passed 248 votes to 221.
2: Yeah, and of those yeah. 248 votes for oh, so the, the number of them that I've done with a heavy heart, it's just, it, break, it breaks your heart, doesn't it? When you think about it. No,
3: it was because they thought that the vote would make uh, Owen Paterson sad, because apparently being put on even the mildest of inquiries about could you maybe do less overt corruption, apparently killed his wife.
2: Oh, fucking yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> I mean, that's,
0: that's definitely an element of this. Um, that, that, that's that been brought up fucking numerous times by him. The thing here is, though, 248 versus 221, there's still a significant amount of MPs who
1: just didn't bother voting on that. Yeah, so I know quite a bit about this, actually. Oh, right. do go on. A significant chunk were Labour MPs. The overwhelming chunk were Tory MPs, right? Now, there's, here's a thing, right? Some of the Labour MPs were out with COVID. They, they had to isolate, okay? But some of them weren't. Some of them were out because of pairing. And just, I think everyone who listens probably knows what pairing is, but just in case there's anyone who doesn't, pairing is this archaic system where there's an agreement between the two major parties that if one of their MPs can't meet make an occasion... Then they pair off another MP from the opposing party, and just go right. This is arranged in advance that they can't make this vote, so we'll drop one of our own out, so that it's balanced, and we'll return the favour in you know in exchange basically, so that we don't ever have a situation where we're having to drag people like literally off their of dead deathbeds, which has happened in the past. Problem is two problems. Problem number one. The Tories have broken the pairing arrangement before during a Brexit thing. So that, if you are, if you sorry, are at all. Sorry, no, not during the Brexit thing, during the Corbyn era. Well, yes, that, right, which is part of this. And we'll get to that in a minute, David, okay? But they also did it during the, like, it, it happened during the Brexit thing, where they, they just straight up ignored pairing. They straight up ignored pairing and got an advantage out of it. So if you are at all capable politically, then you should recognise, oh, pairing is dead. Right, if you can't, that's it. You it, it's you can't put the genie back in the bottle on that one. It's over, and that means that you go back to the approach where everyone has to be in the chamber pretty much at all times for every vote, which is kind of what you would expect, actually. Um, and that, like I said, that's a major component of it. The second component is, as you mentioned, David, um, they broke it during the Corbyn era because what it is a reflection of is a reflection of shared class interest, mm-hmm. right? where they basically recognise that the votes are going to go the way they want, and it's a strong indicator that it's all orchestrated among class interests by the MPs themselves to fit their issues. Oh no,
2: James, are you telling me that these these people aren't, aren't to be relied on to look out for the best interests of most people in this country?
1: Yeah, because strangely enough, our representatives aren't representative of your average person in the oh, country. Oh no! Funny that, right? But there is a there is a larger point, right? So you, this this actually came up on Twitter, and the usual tedious people were coming up, going, "Oh, oh. Well, it looks like someone doesn't know about pairing." I am, to which the yeah. answer is,
0: "Yeah, I am going to get somebody of shit off the back of this." Don't
1: worry. Yeah, but it's like the the, the answer to this is, yeah. Here is the thing: pairing shouldn't exist, and yes. pairing while pairing continues to exist it cuts against what needs to happen, which is wholesale reform, so that MPs don't need to physically be in a fucking lobby in order to cast their vote. Yes. Right? Yeah, we like, need to remember how fucking
2: is... archaic, like, just the entire parliamentary process of... I know.
1: The whole, I... the whole thing is... I, and it... it it doesn't have to be this way. There's nothing that says it has to be this way. In this day and age, we can actually trust electronic voting from MPs, etc. And then just have a mechanism in place where if an MP notices an electronic vote doesn't reflect how they actually voted, then they get to call it out and go, hang on, I didn't vote that way. And that triggers an investigation. Boom, done. Public scrutiny. You know, they're not private votes. That's the thing. They're not private votes. They don't vote in secret. There's no need to worry about electronic. Electronic voting is only a problem if it's a private vote. We need our MPs to vote publicly. Mm -hmm. Therefore, it's not an issue. But they don't want to do that because Can
3: we turn the votes and put them on the blockchain and then sell them as NFTs? Because I would pay a lot for my private uh, Jeffrey Cox. Uh, I'm afraid that the
0: down. NFT market at the moment is actually too busy putting tits on monkeys, uh, so they, they're not really into that at the moment. Al-
1: Alistair, could you hand me the spray bottle,
0: please? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, they obviously they, they, they got that vote. Jeffrey Cox was to set up a new committee which would look at this, then became incredibly apparent very fucking quickly that there was no cross-party support for this, which Jeffrey Cox had been told yeah, there was. And- and
2: unless and let's <laughs> basically to be clear, it's basically the story saying, Oh yeah, we're just gonna like completely rig it in our favour and t- yes. turns out this is actually a bad look. This is this is apparently where the line is drawn in terms of like media reaction, that's for sure.
1: Oh, oh. For, for now, it's complicated. So like
0: we'll get yeah. to that. Yeah, we will. The government said fuck it and pulled the idea after having this vote. And they're now going to have another vote on, well, they were going to have another vote on suspending Patterson, and he found this out in a supermarket. Yeah, they rang him while he was in (laughs) Waitrose, it was fucking amazing. (laughs) The
1: media rang him while he was in Waitrose, which is the best part.
0: Yes. It's nice to see it happening to the right (laughs) as well. Like, who was it, Nadia Whittam, that got sacked on fucking Newsnight or some shit? Yeah, something said mm. like that, yeah, for yeah. sure. That's where we are. So Owen Paterson has decided he's going to fuck off, and he's going to continue on in public life, but not in, like, the snake pit of Westminster or whatever bullshit he said. It's just
2: a snake pit of fucking private private consultancy.
0: Mm. <laughs> so far, so good. That all seems fairly... fairly Weirdly norm.
3: enough, almost like the political system is working
1: as it's supposed to. Almost. Yes. Whereas, like, <laughs> almost. You know, it's big, big asterisk yeah, 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 next yeah, yeah. to it, but yeah, the, the 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 outcomes good, but the causes are bad. Uh, question yeah, 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 mark. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. mm. I thought we'd have a look at rather than all the bullshit the government's fucking doing, flapping around. it, I thought what we would do is have a
1: look at what everyone else makes of it and see what we can glean from that. So, well, before we do that, David, mm. can I just say what I think of it because there is something, there, there's one little thing that passes through this which I get very annoyed about. Which is, we've got a good outcome in that he's no longer an MP, but we actually have a bad outcome if you take a step back. He should be in prison. Yes, yes. It's corruption. He yes. should be in prison. We should imprison people for doing this.
2: Oh, but, but James, you're not meant to use the word corruption, uh, just like you're not meant to use the word liar, because that confuses and startles voters. <laughs> yeah, well,
1: no. He's a corrupt piece of shit. Sorry. Like that, I, I will go to court I mean, over that one if I have I mean, to. I mean, I mean,
2: the 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 point of the ho- this whole fucking ordeal is that the whole system for dealing, like, I mean, the the this select committee shit, like that, is clearly clearly not fucking enough because if you're like caught red fucking handed taking hundreds of thousands of pounds a year in order to lobby in favor of private interests, uh, Let, let's
1: be clear, being bribed, carry on
2: like and the what so the the worst outcome is you might get a recall petition and have to stand in a by election because uh, that, that prior to prior to all of the fallout that was what was going to happen at worst yeah. not uh immediate dismissal as an mp not um criminal criminal charges brought against None of that. All just like, oh no, it's basically fine because this was... St- but just because this specific instance of outright fucking corruption was slightly over the line of acceptability yeah. in terms of stupid. being paid out. And the prescribed
3: penalty was like a 30-day suspension. Like, he wasn't being like yeah. hung and quartered from uh, Tower Bridge or something. Like, he was just gonna have to sit at home on full salary while presumably being paired so his vote didn't matter anyway if he would
1: just shut up and taken it right then none of this would have happened oh yeah i mean that's, that's the other big in 30 thing. days probably but no they decided that their reach exceeded their grasp on this one and that's fine but let's be clear like only at, like you know i'm gonna you know full disclosure i'm an employee of an independent spy so when i say philip uh, proud for, you know, I've got a conflict of interest here, but I saw Philip post this earlier today and I was like, yes, 100%. Um, we have, why is it only when MPs talk about, you know, how they, you know, there's this real struggle to make ends meet and the only way to guard against corruption is to raise their salary? Why do we never talk about the alternative, which is no, lock them up if they do it? Oh, oh why? Why does yeah, that. I'm, we I'm, will get to this. I okay. promise we exactly. will. Okay, so okay, okay. Right. okay. So, yeah.
0: I thought we'd start off first. Right, with uh, the wider media. And then we'll move on to what you can loosely term as the opposition to the government. Oh, so, wider media. The first dickhead is Sam Coates from Sky News. Oh, let's fucking go, Sam. I- I'm ready for this shit. Sam posted a little thread to ask some pertinent questions. And, you know, questions really, on the really tip of
2: everybody's tongue.
0: Lay some truths out for everyone. How do you ban second jobs? for MPs when being a minister is a second job on top of being an MP. I,
2: I, love, this. I love this fucking, like, Oh well, in, in, order, in order to legislate against something, you first must have an ontological discussion about what is a job? <laughs> what is the nature of work? Who are we as people int- entering into the process of parliamentary uh, yeah. legislature? Uh, I love to
0: apply the Socratic method to everything. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I didn't. I didn't realise,
1: but uh, Roz from Where There's Your Problems on Sky News. But apparently, he's editing for them. So
0: any crackdown would be about what forms of extracurricular work were permitted.
2: Is none it, of them. None
0: of them. Is anyth- well, <laughs> none? He asks, is anything funded by the government or state okay, or is it anything above a certain wage? It's just not okay. Maybe? just Books? do your fucking job. Like no, how hard? No 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 no, 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 Rob give him a chance here no. he says you're quickly into very tricky areas once you're arguing about definitions of professions and activities the chances of reform actually happening diminish quickly the danger is that you get into mps trying to define what good outside jobs are and bad outside jobs are but people's view of what is morally acceptable differs and shifts over time this isn't a view on whether MPs should or shouldn't have second jobs or money from outside sources. Oh, solstice. is it
3: not? Oh, thank you. No it's, no. no,
0: it's just that we've had this debate before, many times. These are the points that were
1: raised, and I'm trying to explain why reform doesn't happen in the way some want. Uh... So, right, right there is Chomsky's manufacturing consent, because know what they say, they exclude... conversation saying oh we can't have that conversation but we can have this conversation and then they they, they, they scatter a chaff grenade and go and it's very complicated which is why we can't do anything yeah that right there that is a that is a perfect exactly how he closes it out just
0: to point out simple sounding solutions aren't necessarily simple and risk running into the ground if these points and lots of others aren't properly considered i've
2: got i've got a fucking sword for this gordian bullshit knot and it is, you ban all of the second, anything that could be, cons- like, anything that isn't literally something that is done in Parliament, literally a job that is funded by Parliament and central government, you ban it, and then if there's anything that looks like it should probably be included, you work backwards from there.
3: Just yes. just went to the centrist rally, everybody holding hands, saying real, <laughs> better things are impossible.
1: Yeah, like me me and Alistair are both signing up for that Austin University course, right? And we're going back to tradition, and we're studying Alexander the Great on this one, because the solution is, just take out your fucking sword and cut it in twain and go, no, we're not going to tinker trying to figure this shit out. We're just going to go, no, you don't get a second job as yes. an MP. You've got more than enough to live on.
0: That is the uh, centrist realism take of... Sam Coates there. That's, it. It That's the worst say.
1: thing you've said this week. <laughs> Isn't it just? Oh, I love it. I, I love it. I love that art style. Centrist realism. Yep, you Fantastic. hate it because it's fucking
0: accurate. Yes. So, Tom Chivels of Unheld. Oh. That dickhead. Uh... He proposes triple MPs pay, but ban them from taking any outside income. Triple? Does that work? Yes. It feels too obvious. Like, someone would have done it already if it would work. But would it work? Mm.
3: Triple! Sorry, they're on like, what, 80, 82k a year plus like a massive...
0: 82,000 pounds.
3: puts
2: them, Which puts yep. them at least, just the 82,000 a year alone, uh, puts them at least in the top 2% of earners.
1: Mm-hmm. Hear me out on this one. I don't think that's intrinsically a bad idea. If the band doesn't exgen- extend to just while they're currently an MP. Because one of the, the problems you have is you get people finish a position and then slide into working for the opposition team. See, see also the MOD and the procurement process, right? Mm. So if you let, let's be real
2: serious, about yeah, no about sliding this. dick first into the fucking
1: yeah, exactly wallet
2: <laughs> of some like arms uh, manufacturer or some shit.
1: So, so if you're serious about banning outside work, then you have to ask the question: Well, how do we stop them getting paid like after the fact? because then suddenly it's not bribery. See also Tony Blair doing his speaking tours with Goldman Sachs and all the rest mm-hmm. of them after he finished as Prime Minister. So I'm I'm actually on board with this idea that if you become an MP, then your essentials are taken care of for the rest of your life, but you're not allowed to do other work other than a very prescribed list of public service uh, roles. Alternatively, yes, why, don't we, a...
3: why don't we bring all the MPs to that same farm where my pets went when I was a kid? You know, the one that's mm. really nice <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's it, and they can live there, <laughs> fully funded for the rest of their lives. Yeah. Yes. It um, actually is a rule that any MPs who leave government must consult the advisory committee on business mm-hmm. appointments. Oh, okay. For any mm-hmm. jobs they want to take up in the two years after leaving their post, in which they oh, are man, banned from stuff. lobbying the government. Is that which I'm mm-hmm. sure is perfectly enforceable?
3: Is is the guy in charge of that committee by any chance, Owen Patterson?
0: Uh, (laughs) I don't actually know who's in charge of that and I don't care it's it's Lord something or other right probably Um, (laughs) so yeah 82,000 they're already paid enough like they are already paid enough even if you paid them that amount for the rest of their lives etc it's already way more than you fucking need no one needs
1: that much money I'll be I'll be honest. I'll be honest. I'll give them a bump to 100 k if we ban all shares, ban all like owning property, ban all second jobs, and really restrict them to publicly funded public service roles poster employment as an MP. Let, let's do that. Yeah, let's then I'll give them
0: yeah, a role as an MP probably should involve some kind of actual like service element service mm. usually comes with yeah self service you usually sacrifice something no, no, to do a service it's,
2: no, it's, it's like it's like when you uh, put everything through the till that Tesco says like an onion you know that's like, how <laughs> that's how <it's> <laughs>
1: yes that's what we have now yes <laughs> so we have our we have our MPs getting PlayStation fives for the cost of an onion <laughs> that pretty much sums up a lot of British politics honestly. Mm. Uh the BBC
0: Moving on to the BBC now, they oh, what's actually... What's Laura
2: got to say for us? Well, Can I don't know.
0: I didn't actually look at Laura. I I didn't bother with that. What I did, though, was find a handy BBC News explainer. Oh,
2: oh my okay, God. good. Oh, I love Explain this. Mm. Let's go...
0: We're all very thick, so we need these explainers. Yes. Let's go. Well, it's titled, Which MPs have second jobs and how much do they earn? I thought, wow, this will have lots of information in it. It does not. The second jobs of MPs are under scrutiny after former minister Owen, jo- uh, Owen Jones. <laughs> the second jobs of MPs are <laughs> under scrutiny after <laughs> former minister Owen Patterson was found to have broken lobbying rules. Good. Off to a good start. This is definitely explaining mm. things. Jeffrey Cox, who we mentioned earlier, earned about £900,000 last year through his work as a lawyer. Cool.
2: I'm, I'm sure he was doing um, you know, human rights lawyer shit. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, oh yeah, definitely, yeah. So, uh, are MPs allowed second jobs? Yes, as long as they are not a minister, that's the rule. Although minister, according to Sam, quotes is a second job. So I don't. I mean, know how that also, works.
2: how does how does the this explainer define a second job? Does it define like purely like exchanging your? And I'm using scare quotes around this labour uh, mm-hmm. for for pay, or are they also including book deals? Uh, landlords, well, etc. Yeah,
0: the rules. The rules again, according to the BBC here. Um, MPs must publicly de- declare any additional income, along with gifts, donations, and shareholdings over fifteen percent.
1: And if they don't, they get sent to prison, right?
0: <laughs> uh, they uh. are referred to the Standards Committee, and then this happens.
1: <laughs> Th- this being, they're sent to prison, right? No,
0: unfortunately, <laughs>
2: emphatically not. no.
0: All MPs are strictly forbidden in quotes there from getting paid in return for advocating a particular matter in parliament so strictly forbidden again will lead to some kind of vote on you getting a paid holiday
2: it's a fucking meme of, of uh that lady winking isn't it just when it says strictly forbidden
0: yeah uh However, the BBC does go on to say having MPs with second professions has previously been seen as a good thing. Oh, is it? Oh, good. Mm.
1: In 1995,
0: the Standards Committee said that not having them would not serve the best interests of democracy.
3: Oh, is this because they all have second jobs as... Running orphanages. Yeah, exactly, running orphanages and and petting cats. Risking cats out of
2: trees, yeah. Uh, You know, scuba and ice cream that's been spilt on the floor.
0: No, by 1995, I would assume it's some kind of like insolvency programme for helicopter companies or something. It argued that Parliament needed a wide range of current experience which can contribute to its expertise. <laughs>
2: These fucking cunts have not had expertise in anything that matters in, like, like their entire lives. I mean, there's a vanishingly small number of MPs who have what I would consider, like, an actual fucking job. You know, one where you mm. actually, like, there's a risk of you getting fired if you don't turn up at, like, whatever time in the fucking morning.
0: Yeah. Well, I had a look. There is a list here. It details which MPs have worked as consultants. In okay. the last year.
2: But let's be very clear.
3: That's not the same as using your influence in Parliament for particular outcomes. That's just giving good advice. Because you are wise. Course, all MPs yeah. are wise. They are like sages.
2: They sit on top of yes. mountains. Have you ever seen an unwise MP? I think not.
0: All of this advice that they give out is purely based on things in their role as an expert in another field. Definitely not about their role in Parliament and how that affects things. Definitely not.
2: I I do do want to add briefly now, just just reminded myself that throughout this entire ordeal, Patterson was completely unrepentant. The entire Mm -hmm. way through the process, like, you know, he was saying, like, uh, uh, being suspended was like a miscarriage of justice, essentially. And like, he would do it all again if he had the chance, like fucking no regret whatsoever, up until the point that he had to, like, resign as an
3: MP. To be fair, I did actually meet Owen Patterson once, and he is an absolute dickhead. Surprisingly
2: down-to-earth and very funny. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so of these um, of these consultants, all these MP consultants, I looked through the list, I found 30 of them are conservative. One is in the Labour Party, and one is in the Lib Dems.
2: Yeah, because the Labour
0: give it away for free. Bear, <laughs> bear in mind that ratio there. Also bear in mind that I did quickly skim this list, and I may have fucked up that count, but there's definitely those three parties involved in Uh, Some of the examples it gives. uh, The top one is Andrew Mitchell, a Conservative MP who holds six consultancy jobs. Six? Which support, supporting investment banks and accountancy firms. And he has registered more than £180,000 for 34 and a half days work.
1: Oh, Oh God. Me.
0: Yes. Uh, We
1: have... Ah, consultants are back on top again. Carry Mm. on.
0: Uh, Sir Ed Davey of the Lib Dems, leader of the Lib Dems, works as a consultant for two firms alongside his job as the leader of the Lib Dems. Look,
2: David, you can't, you can't, you can't go in on Ed Day because he needs that money for his poorly child.
0: <laughs> That's exactly what he says. He says his extra £78,000 income goes towards supporting his disabled son. I don't know about you guys, but if I was an MP, I would probably simply not vote against cuts to welfare if I knew that people were in that kind of position.
3: Oh, just, uh, yeah, I mean, just get absolutely fucked with this shit. Like, it just pisses mm-hmm. me off so much. It's like...
0: It's David Cameron's shit all over
3: again. Well, oh, and it's also like, it's like Owen yeah. Paterson's is like, the reason I had to take all these extra jobs is because my wife died. And she's like, get the fuck out. I have so little sympathy for this shit. Like, you know, it, it wasn't clearly wasn't hard for for this government or the Cameron government to, like... Squeeze people's fucking welfare checks and say if you have an extra bedroom you have to move and fuck you and we're gonna you know make you move from the home from the home where you live and the environment you know and where your family is to like miles and miles away like that's not hard you know like that fucking Sam Coates thing apparently that's not hard that's something we could do on the daily but you know just mm. regulating the basics of this shit oh no we are just ooh woo small bean MPs and we cannot possibly be expected to fucking take care of this it's, it ah oh, it irritates me so. So much, just
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, a couple other examples here. Um, we have Steve Brain, another conservative, has joined three firms after being health minister, including Sigma Pharmaceuticals. 60,000 pounds, 288 hours worth.
3: This is a donkey sanctuary, I think, if I have it right. Yeah,
0: <laughs> Ian Duncan <laughs> Smith advises to oh boy, health, yeah, here we go to health companies. For forty five thousand pounds. I wonder what focus the health companies he advises has.
1: Daniel have Kaczynski he, have he
2: tried have you tried have you tried killing all the bulls? Yeah.
1: Grinding <laughs> <laughs> their bones into just, dust. Just just ran the calculation. Mm.
0: Daniel Kaczynski provides general advice to an American mining firm earning thirty six thousand pounds a year.
3: Okay, cool.
0: Mm. Great. Very, very, very normal. Uh, Sir Bob Neill, who's chair of the House of Commons Justice Committee, has been receiving almost twenty thousand pounds for two consultancy roles, including a law firm. One of the roles ended earlier this year, though. They're
3: a keen to justice point minister, out to you. fantastic. That's really and
2: yes. Do do, uh, do we do want to talk about um, a certain Labour MP who uh, who wanted to get a second job?
0: Oh, I think we shall. We'll, we'll start off with him, shall we? Yeah. So the opposition, Keir Starmer. Uh, was asked by Sam Kovitz as well (laughs) about taking a job or being offered a job and was asked like you were in talks with a company to uh, take on a consultancy position and Keir Starmer's response to this was I wasn't in talks I was in discussion with them and nothing happened.
3: Oh okay, oh that's not the (laughs) same
0: Yes Completely different things He's so fucking beyond shit He's so bad as I said, he's the Peter rahan of politics.
2: <laughs> I mean, clearly he's trying to like um, do the slick thing of not answering the question, but answering the question, uh, and obviously falling completely flat on his like yeah. stupid face. Completely fucking but, um, useless. I, I did. I did like the uh, the thing that I saw just before we started recording about how um, I'm, I'm seeing uh, one one Jeremy Corbyn had to. Block Keir Starmer from accepting a highly paid second job. Why would Jeremy uh, Corbyn do this? Yeah, because because it was at, apparently at the height of uh, the Brexit crisis uh, several years ago uh, for for a certain law firm, and I, I wonder why he is so cagey with his answer. Hmm,
1: mm, interesting. A mystery for the ages. We will never recover from.
2: And I wonder, I wonder if this is feeding in at all to the fact that the opposition has almost what well, entirely failed to capitalise um on what is what is you know essentially a media constructed clusterfuck for the government. Um because Yeah. You know well. the the Labour I mean the, the polling is pretty much Labour have just not moved <laughs> <laughs> anywhere. And like the Greens are up five points in one poll I saw. That was pretty funny. But Labour p- Absolutely stationary. Exactly, exactly. Peak immediately and you
0: can never be asked to go higher. <laughs> Other issues here, though, with the opposition in general. Obviously, we spoke about Ed David and we spoke about Keir Starmer. Uh, some of your uh, oppositional media, left-wing, big fucking quote brackets, uh, outriders, have taken mm-hmm. some issues with... Uh, how this is being perceived. Oh, is it? Ash Sarkar oh oh. was keen to point out three Labour MPs have registered second jobs compared to ninety conservative ones.
3: Oh,
2: okay then.
0: Mm. Well oh, that's fine. That's fine. Only some of them do it. Again. Only some of them.
2: Not accounting for um not accounting for any not counting for any landlords, David, I don't think, in that number.
0: Ah, well, yes. Uh, that's the thing. Only those three Labour MPs, which also Owen Jones was very keen to point out uh that's that's nothing that's not a big deal at all this is a tory scandal nothing to do with labor three labor mps have second jobs 18 of them are open about being
1: landlords now that's a key phrase isn't it it
0: just yes and i'm gonna leave that hanging there but funnily enough funnily enough the difficult job of being a landlord doesn't seem to be a job at this point.
3: Is it not? I thought that took days because like, you had to be
0: over mm. at your tenant's place all the
3: time uh, uh, repairing things and taking care of things. Changing light bulbs yeah, for yeah, them and yeah. all that shit. Hoovering yeah, moving up bees.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's really weird how at this one instance no one talks about landlord being a job when in every
1: other fucking possible opportunity it most certainly is a job. Well, I mean, we, we agree with him, David. Being a landlord isn't a job, right? Well, Yes, however, however,
0: (laughs) the the problem isn't that they they have second jobs as such. It's not the fact that they're doing work, which obviously being a landlord doesn't involve. It's to do with the fact that they have another stream of income, which has an influence on how they operate as individuals with powers to vote in the Houses
1: of Parliament. Well, Well, here's the thing, David, right? This entire shit is basically pay no attention to the material interests behind the curtain. That that's what this mm-hmm. is, right? I mean the entire system is basically an old boys club where mm-hmm. they're basically like, yes, of course it's all material interests. The important thing is not to let people know it's material interests. Yes. That's what that's how they've set it up. Hello, Tony. And that's why I didn't realize sl- you were
2: joining us this evening. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it might as
1: might frankly frankly it might as well have been right, to be totally honest. Because I mean, you know, that's what the complicity of the system basically is. It's going the material interests don't matter and they only matter when you're caught, and thus you've got to be sanctioned for being caught, not for doing the thing. Mm -hmm. That's why it's only a 30-day suspension. It's because they're all like, yeah, well, everyone's up to their ears and this kind of shit. It's all material interests all the way down. The important thing is to make it look like we take it seriously, that this is a bad thing. Um, When in reality, they all govern based on material interests. It's just not your material interests.
2: Which, conversely, is why it's actually good for Labour like well specifically like in this instance Labour MPs to be like backed by like trade unions because they're representing the interests of actual fucking people rather than corporations or uh, a very 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 fucking small subset of the population which is landlords
0: yeah the thing about a fucking trade union is that there's democracy involved in that yes literally any democracy whatsoever that's the whole point of a union now Any other fucking functionary here does not have that. And every single one of these jobs, or not jobs in the case of landlords, are dictates of influence.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Like There's there's no getting around that. And the other thing is, and Rob, I know you were going off your fucking nut about this, the sheer disparity in the amount of people with jobs on the Tory side versus the Labour side is because... (laughs) No yeah. one would hire a why the Labour fuck MP? right now
3: would you pay for a Labour MP? Like what are you getting out of that? They're like they have no power. They haven't had any
2: power for 10 years. Yeah, like, it is. I, I guarantee There's you.
0: no return on investment.
2: Yeah. Well, why, would you pay, why would you pay Neil Coyle when he's giving it away for free? Also that. like They're also cheaper
3: but it's like why would you pay a Labour MP? Like they can't get you anything. I absolutely, I absolutely guarantee that the moment by some you know divine intervention or whatever it would take for like Keith arms to get in, you know. A, a year later, I guarantee you that 20 percent, twenty five percent, however much it is of the Labour Party, would be on the take as well because there'd be money yep. on the table. Like that's the answer yep.
0: here. Famously through the Blair years, like no Labour MPs had second jobs. That oh
2: type, no, absolutely mm, not. I can't yeah. think. I can't think of any uh, pay related scandals that happened under mm. <laughs> New Labour. Yeah,
1: so like the most. Li- let's walk through the most Lib brain take, just in case there's a Lib who's got lost and ended up listening to us. Right, <laughs> well done for Libre- making it this far. yeah um libbrain take on this is hey maybe you should ban the mp jobs where they've got those jobs because they're an mp right because that implies then that implies they're not being given it because they're worth the job they're being given it because of the status position they hold yeah and that's what's actually being got with the job so let's let's start from that point yeah ah but it's very difficult to determine which jobs they would have got had they not been an MP. Lesson. It's very difficult to test counterfactuals. Lesson. I agree. Angela Smith Therefore... just fucking loves water. She just loves the <laughs> yeah. idea of water. Yeah, I yeah exactly. Right. Not love so, water,
0: I mean
2: can't get enough of yeah.
1: it. Yeah, but yeah. So yes, I agree. It's very it's very hard to tell what jobs we would have got. Therefore, they can't. Maybe have hold any... on,
2: hold on. go one. Maybe Angela Angela Smith is uh, Fremen. Maybe that's what it's all about. <laughs>
1: Just, You're
0: dying to talk about the worm, aren't you? I yeah,
2: really am. <laughs> <laughs> I love the worm. <laughs> Sorry, carry on, James. <laughs> I mean, you know, there's, there's not really much else to
1: say. I, I could go into a whole June diversion about like the lib approach to politics versus the jihad approach to no, politics. No, no, sorry, sorry. Listen, let's... I
0: read the Paul Mason as June fascist article. <laughs> I, I recommend that no one else does that. There's a reason we are not talking
1: about that article on the podcast.
2: Yeah, when I, when I linked that to David the other day, he he was very excited when he saw the headline and then... Um...
1: Increasingly angry with you as he read through it? I've been there. Yeah. But yeah, no. It's, this is this is this is all it comes down to is the fact they shouldn't fucking have other jobs. Their job is to. If your job is to essentially lead and stand for and govern and rule for everyone, then any other job you've got is a conflict of interest inherently because it's a, it, it's it, at, at minimum right is distracting you away from what should be your central concern in life. Yeah, you know, when you really get down to it, like oh, you could talk about the economics of it after the fact, but at, at root, do you want? The people who are responsible for deciding your future, the people who are responsible for wielding power over you, the people who are responsible for you—do you want them to be focused a hundred percent on that responsibility, or do you want them to be focused on that and also moonlighting, doing yeah, consultancy, hanging, hanging also moonlighting, Randall, working? Yeah. Especially because it's very, very difficult for a room of like less than seven hundred people to be responsible for like what seventy million. It's just like the sheer amount of attention it should require to do the job right should automatically rule out having other shit to do. I, like, I'll like. i be totally honest. I'll be totally honest. I, I really do think that if we're going to go with a representative democracy system and if we're going to have, like, you know, sub 700 MPs who are responsible for, like, 70 million people, I do think that all of their basic shit should be taken care of so they can devote their time fully to that. Yes. Um. I, I don't think it should result in them getting, you know, Extra property or other shit, but at bare minimum, you know they should be fed, clothed, housed. Um, you know they shouldn't be wasting their time doing laundry and all the rest of it. They, there should be an infrastructure yeah, be in place nice to let them do them the, the work.
2: Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe, <laughs> well, maybe the House of Commons could get a soft play area. I mean, well, this this is a
1: thing. Like, I think essentially, if you're going down this route, then you have to enable people to do the work to the best of their ability and as fully as possible. But that's not what this is about for them, really. It's it's not about actually doing a good job, it's about actually enriching themselves and gaining themselves real power, not representative power. Yeah. And that's the, that's the grand tragedy of this. It's our MPs don't actually rule. And this shows it. This absolutely shows it. Our MPs aren't the ones in charge. Other material interests are in charge and the MP's job is to sell them to us. Yes, they are merely functionaries of a wider
0: system. Yeah.
1: Yes. Anyway,
3: shall we? Uh, shall we sh- take a moment and, and move on to comment or commentary yet,
1: or do? Go on, David. I've been away for two weeks. Oh, last no, week no, I had food no, no. poisoning. It's a
0: Rob special, so get ready for that food poisoning oh, no. tutorial. Oh,
1: excellent! I've I've been practicing yeah, last break week. Then. Let's break go, <laughs> All
3: right, let's start with a little climate action. All oh, good. All week, everyone's been urging world leaders to get busy at the forthcoming Glasgow climate summit. Action this day is the rallying cry. Basically, they don't want the politicians to sit there talking. So what do they want instead? For them to sing, make origami, make origami animals? The problem is when, uh, when politicians mm. stop talking and do something, it's usually a disaster. Iraq war,
2: anyone? Mm. <laughs> Fucking
0: unreal. Comment.
2: I'll go and commentary. No. I feel stupid enough. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that feels feel stupid enough to be commentary in my book, actually. Definitely. Well, I mean, it's
3: on, it's on the border. It is commentariat. It's Jeremy Clarkson in The Sun. Oh,
2: yeah, there we go. That felt A professionally by stupid. by any other
3: uh, Round two. Dutch people, they <laughs> thought that the Nazis had been booted back across the Rhine. But no, they signed up for some more in, in Paris in 1951. The silly buggers, and now the totalitarian Berlin regime runs the show and forts march them down to the Bro- Amsterdam brothels where no app,
2: no bonk. Uh, this is this is fucking comment. Comment, yeah, I'm going to comment on this. Yeah,
1: one. this this is comment, and I understood it perfectly. And it has to be comment. It is comment,
3: and it's also from Conservative Woman. <laughs>
2: uh. <laughs> oh, that is a special. That is a special kind of like sickened mind. A comment. A commenter on Conservative Woman. Yeah, they they they,
3: they have a very big B in their bonnet about uh, vaccines, which would would have surprised you to know. Oh wow! What a surprise! I, I,
1: and. And sex work. The sex work bit was the giveaway there mm. as well. Yeah.
3: The rage against Rowling is actually rage against her for being a woman who has not politely faded into the background, but instead has inserted her voice and her boundaries. That is. This is. This is what is especially infuriating about her, and it's why one of the favorite tactics from her attackers was to, was to reply to her tweets with images of pornography.
1: Commentary, <laughs> Commentariat. Commentariat. Fuck Anybody you. Anybody want. want to take a stab at who this is? is
0: no. It, is it Brendan O'Neill?
1: It's it's the fucking turf mind virus. I don't know. I don't know what host <laughs> the spiders are in for this particular article, but it's them. Serenditum. Yeah. Absolutely. No, that's yes! oh. good show. <laughs> <laughs> fucking
2: set them up on, knock them down, baby.
3: <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. Two more to go. This is about some American company changing its hiring practices. Um, yesterday, the American-owned firm was trying to backpedal, said it would still, saying it would still hire white males, but only after they'd been interviewed by a diverse panel, including at least one woman and one person of color. But let's be honest, chaps. Would you feel comfortable applying for jobs so when you know the chips have been stacked in, against you in advance? Why bother? Is it because I is white?
2: Oh, oh right. this is this is I know this I actually know this one.
0: It's Commentariat. Yeah. Nah, it's it's Commentariat.
2: Yeah, it's Commentariat. That's uh, I think oh fuck who was it was um Is that Finkelstein?
0: No, it's
3: Richard Littlejohn.
2: Oh, Littlejohn, that oh, fuck.
3: Yeah. All right, last round and then we're <sighs> out of here. All right. Um <laughs> Yes, please. These days <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's it. We're done. Um, (laughs) These days, teachers have virtually no recourse when abuse takes place. Raise a hand to a kid, and they'll be sacked before the the bell sounds for break. Exclusions are frowned.
2: Excuse me. Yeah. Uh, exclusions every, t- every time I fucking fight the children, they fucking sack me. It's, it's incredible. I, I, and that's why I'm joining the Austin, Texas University. <laughs> exclusions are frowned upon and schools get in trouble if they use
3: that tool too often. Ring the parents at home? Too often the response will be that they don't give a toss or they'll get another fusillade <laughs> of abuse, this time from Dad. What?
1: Comment. <laughs>
2: mm,
1: the, the use of the word fusillade suggests to me comment. I'm gonna be go mm. commentary it. Uh, is uh, Is it a
3: BBC comment? Alistair's batting a thousand this time. It's uh, Rod Little riding in the
1: sun. <laughs> oh, easy, God. fuck easy. me. Rod Little dropped that one. Fuck me. Right, okay. For,
2: okay. Firing all
0: cylinders tonight, baby. <laughs> is this the same Rod Little that also said other things about teaching children?
2: Uh Damn. That, but the thing is that's not libelous because he actually fucking said it. He did, yes. That, that
1: is it, that is a rod little from God right there. <laughs> <Congratulations>.
0: <laughs> okay, that will do us for now. If you are not on the Patreon, you should get on the Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash praxiscast, you can get an extra bonus episode every single month. Uh we might increase that down the line. You'll also get early access to Black Thoughts, access to the Discord. And um, the ability to at me. And also, (laughs) if you like our shit, then you might want to check out some of the guest appearances we've made recently. We have had Jamie and Rob on 10K Posts. Yep. I think you did a two-parter. A two-parter on the 1995
3: classic, The Net.
0: Yes, there you go. So two-parter. First part's free, second part's on their Patreon. And on the note of premium content of other podcasts, Trash Future has yesterday released the premium episode with me and Robon to talk about Brewdog. So go and enjoy that.
3: Yeah, enjoy it as much as we enjoyed reading that fucking book.
1: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I have a I have a plug as well. I'm going to be appearing on a com radio episode to talk about v for Vendetta. So if you want to hear an anarchist talking about the worst anarchist movie (laughs) he ever made Uh, stay tuned it will be coming out within the next few weeks
0: oh yes I'm looking forward to that alright that is us for plugs Um, oh i also actually check out Twitch stream Um, yeah Yeah, I was gonna
2: just just as you were saying that I remember me and Jamie are doing streams now Uh, we're currently (laughs) playing we're currently playing Valheim um, or will be playing Valheim Mondays and Thursdays if everything goes to plan so join us as uh, we beat up old guys and build portals in their gardens.
3: Yeah, I enjoyed it. Yes. Very, I was uh, I was on for a while on Tuesday. It was fun.
0: Well,
1: join us there. Yeah, join us in the spreading content empire, yeah, listener. Join yeah. us,
3: join us here, there, <laughs> and everywhere. <laughs> yes. All
0: right, and we will see you for another episode next week. All right. Cheerio. Bye bye. Cheers, bye. Bye.